the Mess It Up Podcast, where we take your mess and turn it into a message. And now, here's the Bowtie Guy. Good gracious people, here we are. This is show number 158, and by my math, this is our third anniversary show. I could be wrong on that uh, because when I look at it, it probably should have been show number 156. 156 would have been our last one. So last week, probably our third anniversary show. Uh, We did our first show on April 17th, and that was April 13th. But anyhow, I'm calling this, you know, the third anniversary show because that's just the way I roll. Uh, It's not like me to not have a mess. So we're taking that mess, turning it into a message, which is happy third anniversary. So I am the Bowtie Guy. I'm here. You can probably hear my lovely wife, Listener Bev from California there, uh, joining us for the show. So we're just going to kind of talk a little bit about um, where we've been and, and where we want to go, both in the show and in life and our recovery uh, over the next uh, half hour or so here. We've got some fun things for you around the number three. And uh, one of the things I want to tell you is something I tell you every week is that we would love for you to get involved with helping out the show. Uh, I know a lot of you like to go to restaurants. When you go to a restaurant, you uh, you order your food, they give it to you, it's yummy, you you know pay for it, you might even give them a tip or whatever. I want to tell you about Patreon. Patreon is your way of, of saying, hey, we appreciate what you've done and we know that it's not, uh, it doesn't come free or cheap. And even though we put it out on the interwebs for free, we'd love to have you support us. We do have some new revamping of our Patreon um, scales that we're going to be doing to try to build in some more uh, benefits for our Patreon members. But just for as little as a dollar a week, a month, you can help support the show financially. So go to messituppodcast.com slash, or no, just messituppodcast.com. Click on the become a patron button and uh, you can find out more about that. If you want to go to patreon.com slash podcast, same information there. But we'd love to have you join us. Like I said, as little as a dollar a month, that can really make a difference for us. We also appreciate people who go onto Apple uh, uh, Podcasts or to Spotify or SoundCloud or wherever, and they give us a rating and a review. That really lets the uh, the algorithms that run people's searches know that people like this show and that it's doing well. So please go give us a rating, give us a review. That would really help out a lot. If you want to send us your ideas for shows or word of the week or song of the week, you can email me at bowtieguy at messituppodcast.com. I get all those. Or you could just email intern Dave out in beautiful Hawaii. Give him something to do besides taking care of a brand new baby boy. Um, and that would be info at messituppodcast.com. So uh, thank you for all of you who participate. Follow us on our social media. Like us on Facebook. Uh, do all those things. Use the hashtag TuneInTuesday. And tell your friends about the show. Get people listening. We'd love to have their stories in our fourth year. We, we want. I, I was looking back at what we did. Year three, we had more stories than we've ever had. But I, year four, I wanted to be packed with people's stories. So uh, please keep in tune with us that way. And uh, we really appreciate it. One of the things that I think is fun about the show, I've gotten good feedback from people. It was one of my first ideas when we were dreaming up the show, is the big word of the week, the big wow. And our big word of the week this week is triumvirate. Uh, see, triumvirate, it's a three thing for that third anniversary. A triumvirate is simply three of something uh, you know that come into power. It started in uh, Rome with uh, three men that held power. They were a triumvirate. And uh, so... You know, if you can use triumvirate in a sentence this week, go ahead and give yourself 33 bonus points. 
uh, because I think that would be awesome. Something fun about our word of the week. Last week, I was talking to listener Dan out in Oregon, and uh, he gave me a call, uh, 760-608-1942 if you want to call me or send me a text. But he gave me a call, and it was on Tuesday, and I know that listener Dan is like an avid listener to the show. He listens every Tuesday when the show comes out. I think perhaps the only one that I know that listens sooner than then listener Dan is my lovely wife, Bev. But uh, listener Dan's always on it. So he calls and he said, hey, I want to ask you a question about these shenanigans that have been being played. And I was like, whoa, you already listened to the show? And he's like, no. <laughs> and I said, well, you said shenanigans. Is that the word of the week? And he pulls shenanigan out. I gave him double bonus points on that one because he was using the word of the week without even knowing it was the word of the week. So good job, uh, Dan. Also, I want to pass along from Pastor Dan, uh, he really was appreciative of people praying. Don't stop praying. He could still use those prayers, but it made a noticeable difference in his life when we were praying that week. So please continue praying for Pastor Dan. And um, I guess that's about all I've got up top on the uh, beginning of the show. Can you think of anything I missed on, on I this, I don't Bev? think so. You'd think after three years I'd have this down. Well, it sounds like you do. Outstanding. I was taking a drink there. I needed a little bit more. Um <clears throat> So, three years that we've been doing this. Um, you've been around since the start of it. You haven't been on the show since the start, but you were there when we were dreaming it up and trying to figure things out. Can you tell me, just and the listeners, what was your initial thought when I said, I want to do a podcast and, and uh, Biker Chick and I were going to do this podcast uh, called Mess It Up. What was your initial thought on that? Well, I think that... Um... I remember it very clearly, and uh, it, it seems like it just was yesterday, even though it's been three years ago. I I caught the excitement in both of your voices, and it, it was just like you both had this vision together, and the more you talked, the more it made sense. But then the second part of it was, I actually had to find out what a podcast was. Well, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I know that you listen all yeah, the time now. But back then, you were not a podcast uh, listener, were no, you? No, no. And I, I didn't even understand. I didn't know what it meant. So sorry about that, folks. Yeah, and, and, and I've been listening behind. to podcasts since, you know, the early 2000s. Uh, maybe 2006, 2007, I started listening to podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I, I, I was curious about what your thought was because this is something completely new and different. I had been doing a blog. I had been doing the, the Minister of Mocha blog for... A couple of years at that point, but uh, I know my proclivity to um, burn out and fade away, uh, and and so I think that's one of the things that people ask me about when I started the blog and when I started the podcast was, are you going to be able to do this every week and and keep it up? And it hasn't been easy all the time, and sometimes it's tricky to to get a show in. Here it is now. We're we're sitting here eight o'clock on Monday evening. Uh, California time and the show comes out in 13 hours. Uh, I like to have it out 9 o'clock a.m. Uh, on California time on Tuesday. So it's 13 hours before release. But so far, we've been able to do it uh, while we've been on uh, you know vacations and trips and travels and, and everything. And it's been um, a labor of love, I think, is definitely fits but but it's been it's been good yeah the other thing i thought was it, it did cross my mind about you having uh, a little difficulty 
staying on track with things, you know. I have ADOS. <laughs> That's attention deficit. Ooh, shiny. Well, I think that um, the timing was perfect because I don't believe yet, I can't remember, but I don't believe we'd started in the prison yet. We had not. And um, so, for lack of a better way to say this, it gave you something productive to do because you you've had a lot of time with downtime you mm -hmm. know without really a, a I guess a career or whatever and I could see that this was something that was going to fill in that that gap for you so it met a good need right you know? yeah and you know it was I mean I I love an opportunity I had done a, a video show before that with um, various people but it was on YouTube called Jesus in Java, where we talked and I did video and that was a once a week show, but it was a lot shorter. You know, it was a five to 10 minute mm -hmm. kind of a thing. And, and this was a longer form. Uh, and it's, I, I think, you know, if, I haven't gone back and listened to the first show, but I think if I were to go back and listen to the first show, I think a lot of it has held together with the original concept and format and theme that we had. Uh, it's a little bit longer nowadays, but that tends to happen with podcasts most of them start at a certain point and they tend to, to swell just like uh, my body does with age. But, um, you know, we've, we've kept a lot of the, the ideas, the, the word of the week, the song of the week, uh, a first segment and a second segment. And, and I'm, I'm pleased with that because I feel like, like it's worked. And I see, you know, we've got people on Patreon supporting us financially, which says to me that it's working for them as well. So uh, I'm pretty pleased with with where it's gone and and how it's done i i i honestly didn't know how many people would listen mm -hmm. and i had dreams that it would get big and and we'd have you know tens or hundreds of thousands of, of listeners or heaven help us millions of listeners and, and that hasn't happened yet but i also thought okay well i've been doing this blog for you know a couple of years and the blog gets, you know, on a good week, 50, 60 people reading the blog. And we have way more than that listening to the podcast, which is mm -hmm. interesting because the podcast takes more time than the blog right. does. Right. Uh, but it's also something you could do at the gym or, or driving down the road. So I understand that as well. Um, but it's been fun. I mean, mm -hmm. you know me. We've, yeah. we've been married yeah. for <laughs> 26 years now. and I love a microphone. Uh, I, I, I've never met a microphone I didn't like. Uh, so, you know, having a chance to talk into a microphone and have people listen is thrilling for me and, and exciting for me. Yeah, I, I can see that it brings you joy. I, I can. I see it all over you. How and, so? What? what? Um, because you can't wait to do the next one and you haven't forgotten to do it. You, you haven't let it fall by the wayside. Um, and you just have a spark in you that shows up when you're ready to um, to record these yeah. that, that I didn't see. Before. Well, it's it's interesting to me because there have been a few shows where I look at it and, and, and one thing that has changed since show one way back uh, three years ago from now is the first several shows were mapped out like Mm -hmm. All right, I have a minute for this. I've got three yes. minutes for this. I've got, and I had it down to to the minute what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. A lot of production went into it in advance, and part of that was because I had never done a audio format show 
before that was all mine. I'd listened to plenty of them, but I'd never produced one. And so I wanted to make sure that there wasn't a lot of dead air. I wanted to make sure that we were both going well. And I know that uh, Christina had not done anything of this ilk. And I was just telling her, it'll be okay, which is what I tell all my guests. Like, look, <laughs> it's going to be okay. We're going to get through this. Um, <clears throat> so I had it mapped out a little bit more. And that kind of fell by the wayside because as we started doing it, we found that it was easier just to have a conversation. So then I would just throw out, you know, I would just have an idea to talk about. And sometimes I, as, as I look back, I've got, over time, I decided to make a, uh, a list of my word of the week and my song of the week. So I've got a spreadsheet on the, uh, the Google Sheets out there. And it wasn't until, let's see, uh, show number 46 back in February of 2019 is when I had my first idea that I wrote down, you know, like this was the idea for the week. And so now I keep track of those ideas and the shows that, you know, the, the word of the week and the, the song of the week and those kind of things. So hopefully I don't do like I did when the uh, song Nobody came out where I repeated it a couple of weeks apart. Let's see. I, I did it on uh, April 17th and then I did it, or September 17th and then again October 8th. So, you know, three weeks apart, I forgot that I'd done that song um, and I don't want to do that again. So I keep track of those things. But <clears throat> there's a few shows where I look like, all right, am I going to be able to talk about this for a half hour or even 15 minutes? Am I going to be able to, to milk the show that long? And I didn't look this up, but I think my shortest show were those shows way in the beginning where I aimed for a 10 minute first segment, a 10 minute second segment with a song in the middle. So, you know, that 20, 22 minute show, I think is my shortest show. And we have a few that have gone pushing up to an hour. And I think one or two that have gone beyond the one hour uh, allotted time. So I think you know, the thing that I find is once I get in here and I start talking, it's easy for me to keep talking and sometimes too easy. I One thing that I do get criticized, not criticized for, but a, a consistent comment, especially from guests is, when is it my turn to talk? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and as, as you could tell, you know, I've been doing most of the talking, but I've been doing most of the listening. It's interesting when I go and edit, uh, I have my waveforms for the sound and I can see, all right, Paul talking, Paul talking. I look at the, the guest track and it's like, quiet, quiet. Yes. Just a little bit of me just coming through their microphone. Uh, so I apologize for that. Is there anything that you want to add while I uh, take a breath? Um, well, if I say what I'm going to say now, it's going to mess up your, uh, your questions. I'm going to look at you right now and I'm going to say, Bev, mess it up. Okay, all right. Well, you talked a little bit about how you had it all mapped out and it was uh, pretty much scripted and you would always post what the you know topic was going to be and right, all that. Yeah. And um, I, there's a lot of time between that and now. And I have to tell you, I like it better now. And I mm. think um, without being just, you know, using a, a term that probably is way overused, but... I really do believe that it's a God thing. It, it's a God thing. It um, when you took out the the expectation of where it was going to go and trying to steer it in that direction, it became a platform for God to use 
your mouth mm -hmm. to take it where he wanted it to go. And I, I love that so much. And then I just jotted something down and I realized too, at the beginning, um, both you and Christina were having a discussion and it was more about your personal walk um, and your personal views on things. And then now I feel like, yeah, there is some of that, but I also think it's opened up now where the listeners have become the participants because you're always asking for more stories. And so, I mean, I don't even know how many people we've interviewed in this last year, starting with, you know, the pandemic and us being in Nashville. And we had different guests every week, you know, and they were telling their stories. Right. And, and that is so universal. That yes. is just... Uh, that's why I listen. Yeah. I want to hear that. It's not that I don't want to hear you, but I want to hear those personal stories of um, of the messes turning into a message because I think that is that's part of the Great Commission. Yes. You know? Yeah, and I do believe that everybody has a story that somebody needs to hear. I, I do don't, too. You know, the, probably the most common comment that I hear when I ask people to be on the show or to share is, well, my story doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything that's worth mm -hmm. being on a show or worth talking about. Nobody's going to care about me. I'm not that special. I haven't done anything. And that's just a stinking lie from the right. enemy. Right. And I remember thinking that when I was wanting to go into ministry, and this is back in the 90s before I got in trouble, and I'm thinking, well, I don't have any kind of a story. And lo and behold, uh, I went ahead and, you know, wrote several more chapters of my book and then when I sat down to write my book it was 444 pages and I had to stop and cut it off and say look you're, you're getting too Stephen King on us here slow down so we've all got that story it's just a matter of getting the gumption to tell the story but you know in all fairness and I, you you will probably kick me under the table for saying this but you really are gifted there and you have to have go ahead the, say more yeah <laughs> you have to have the right host to be able to draw people out like that because i was one of those persons at the beginning i knew i had things to say but i didn't know how to say them and i was more concerned about how i was going to sound than just talking about my life and um so my hat is off to you on that because I, I really do think that that is a gift of yours that you're able to draw people out and make them feel comfortable, and you do it in a really eloquent way. Well, thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. I do. Um, well, I'm, I'm looking at the clock here, and, and speaking of drawing out, I've been drawing out this this first <laughs> segment here. We're, we're coming up on the 20-minute mark already. Uh, so what I want to do is I want to throw it into the song of the week. And I was originally, I had a song, I was trying to think of something with three. And the first thing that popped in my mind was an old Randy Travis song, Three Wooden Crosses, which is not his song, but he, he recorded it. And... Um, I thought I'd do that, but I know Bev's opinion on Rad, Randy Travis. So when I came back, I said, so tell us your thoughts, Bev. She would be like gargling from having just wretched oh, in dear. a trash can oh, with, please. you know, twangy country. Uh, so I thought, oh, I know. Third Day. We'll do a song by Third Day. So uh, this is a song by Third Day called Forever. It's off their very first album. So we're going to give you 90 seconds of an oldie but a goodie from Third Day back on the other side to talk about it and talk more about where the show's been, where it's been going, and same thing with our lives. We'll focus a little bit on our lives. So here's Third Day with Forever. Forever. 
go. Third day, people. This is, I first of all, third day is like one of Bev's all times. Uh, loves her some third day. So I'm glad we could bring that for you on this, Bev. Uh, it was interesting to me when I said I was doing this song. You're like, I don't remember this song. But then I think once you heard it, uh, did it come back? It did, and, and you made the reference to us going to Spirit West Coast. And, no. I mean, it, to, yeah, right. Not very far. Not very far. Yeah. And I remember that so well, and pointing to the crowd, and mm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So what, what, uh, what are your thoughts on this song? Well, um, I'm going to tie together a couple of experiences and um, the words of the song, but the first thing that jumped out at me was the very first verse, Um and it, it's saying basically that, you know, you see a hand reaching out to help me. I don't understand all your ways, but you're still the potter and I'm just the clay. And though I know at times I'm too proud to reach you to help me out, if I waited on myself to get it right, I'd be waiting here forever. And um, the reason why I chose that one is I've been reading the book of Job and I don't know why I didn't get the memo earlier. And I, I've always been... I've always misunderstood that book. Um, I know what happened before that there was a you know discussion between God and Satan and all of that history, but I saw Job as a really righteous man, which he was described as that, but I didn't realize that he crossed the line into um, his great pain brought him into the arrogance that says, why, God, you must answer me. You mm-hmm. you have to answer me, God. you got to tell me why. And he, he ended up calling God basically a murderer and hung all these horrible, you know, attributes on God. Well, and the reason why I say that is I had never realized um, how much in my life I have been that. Um, and you know, we can't talk about degrees of, of how we match up, but I know that there's been things in my life that when I started asking why because of the pain that I was in, um, I became really insensitive to the fact that, you know, Jesus had paid a great price for me and I was just taking it for granted and I was treating God like my good buddy. Mm. You know, like I could actually tell him what he had to do for me. Sure. And and so where it talks about um, you are still the potter and I am just the clay, which um, that challenges me daily now to just um, surrender, mm-hmm. just say, you know what, God, I don't have the understanding and I don't get this particular thing that's happening in my life, but I know that you're sovereign and you will bring good from this somewhere. You know, right. it may not feel good, it may not look good, it may not even be good. Right. But you will bring good from it. So, I mean, that's a really deep thought, but um, that's what I saw when I saw this this hand. Yeah, and I... Um, this, this song. Verse, yeah. yeah. And I, I, I look at that saying, you know, we would be here, or I would be here waiting here forever. And the cool thing is, is and he closes the verses with that, you know, we would be waiting here forever. I'd be waiting here forever. That, that idea of waiting forever. Mm-hmm. And the cool thing is, is when we wait forever, Jesus will be there. Yes. And it'd yes. be the same as it was here. So we yes. might as well jump on today. Right. Um, right. Right. But, but that's my, my chorus. And I, this is my first memory of third day. Didn't know the band. Uh, they were opening for newsboys at the time. And we had gone to this Christian music night at Knott's Berry Farm uh, with our family. And so we were waiting to see newsboys. And so in order to 
see Newsboys, we had to see the opening act. So we're like, all right, well, we'll see this opening act. And it was this band called Third Day that we didn't know. And they had the crowd into it. And they just made an impact on me. And, and when he did this song, when he introduced he had the crowd, he's pointing to one. So he's all right, you guys are going to say yesterday. And you guys in the middle of today, you guys over there say forever. And then practiced it and, you know, did the whole rock and roll thing. And it was just, he was dynamic yes. uh, stage presence. And it just really locked in on me. But, but it really made me think about that idea that, God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's not fickle like I am. He doesn't. He, he's not a, a, a teenager who chases the latest fad. He just is waiting for me to come and chase him. Yeah, I mean, how many people do we know who are not convinced that somebody is going to love them forever? Right. You know, yesterday and today and tomorrow and all the future days. And um, what peace and tranquility comes with that thought. You know, I mean, when we said I do to each other, we knew that that's where we were going to be. We were going to love each other forever. But we had rocky days and mm -hmm. hard days. and um, But we never have to wonder that about Jesus, you know. And by the way, I don't wonder that about you either. <laughs> but what a what a wonderful, wonderful, comforting thought. Because that's what the world is looking for. Yes. Someone to love them forever. Yes, absolutely. I agree. Mm. So, um, and you can never go wrong with Third Day and Me and no. Bev's book. I know no. a lot of people, it's not their cup of tea. But for us, it is beautiful. Um, so, looking at our lives and trying to make this more than just about the show in in your life can you see and specifically in recovery can you see where you have been and where you are now and 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 the changes that god has made and then the similarities the the the, the through storyline in your life that that has stayed consistent even with the change, you know, that skeleton that God put the new Bev on. Can you see those things in your life where, where you've made changes uh, for the better? I can. Um, because I really, I, I was saved, I'm going to call it that, at the age of six. I was really young, really naive, not really understanding what that walk with Jesus looked like. And... Um, because the personality that I have and um, the timidity that I can have, um, I never was a bold Christian. I never, um, I never was bold when I prayed. I never was bold when I shared. Uh, I was never bold when I even thought uh, in my thought life. But the thing that changed it all was with that kind of timid living also comes a lot of secrets mm. and um and i'm not saying i walked around with with horrible secrets or you know anything like that but just that i would not share or let anybody see where i had been or where i had walked or the sins that i had committed and when that changed around was when i did my four-step inventory and celebrate recovery and i started to see myself for what i really was and then right after that, writing my testimony. And that's when it really broke loose in mm -hmm. me. That um, I would never have understood that part of the anxiety in my life was wrapped up in holding that 
all together and keeping other people from knowing me for what I really was. Yeah. And and um, then to just finally say, here it is, folks. And I, I remember being really nervous about that, um, being really honest about my life and the struggles that I had. Um, and God has used that to just launch me into a better boldness. Um, uh, I can be honest with people now. And it, so it helps me to relate to others mm-hmm. and also helps me feel that my story is useful to somebody. Well, you know? I was going to ask is how, how do you feel now with, with sharing your testimony, with talking to people and, and letting them into those darker uh, aspects of your past? Is that easy? Is it easier? Is it still difficult? I, I have an absolute answer for that. Let me tell you something. I had written my testimony probably six or seven times, and I still had not come clean. I was still couching it in the good, I want to be seen as good. Mm-hmm. And almost like life had not been fair to me, mm-hmm. you know, or maybe God had not been fair, which I referred to earlier in Job. Um, but this last year, when we were in the uh, COVID era, I I felt pressed to rewrite my testimony. In fact, not even rewrite it. Throw the old one away and start from scratch. And in there, I could not wait to share it. And mm-hmm. I still can't wait to share it. I had the opportunity about a month ago to share my testimony, and I couldn't find that new one. And I had to share the old one. And, and I said to the people, I'm so so sorry because I feel like I'm actually cheating you because mm-hmm. God has done so much more in my life since then and so I can't wait I can't wait for somebody to invite me to share it and it doesn't embarrass me it just makes me feel powerful and I I feel a little bit like I had a friend in high school named Chris and Chris was really really good at math so he would sit in class and it just made sense so I remember going to study for our um, final in pre-calculus and we asked Chris to come over and study with us and he he didn't understand why we didn't understand uh, he couldn't explain it to us because it was so obvious to him mm-hmm. he couldn't relate to not understanding the concept or the process and because I have been sharing my testimony now for so many years and wrote the book and do that it to me, it doesn't feel odd to just say, hey, I went to jail because I molested my stepdaughter. Uh, and it doesn't feel scary to me to let that out. Now, I, I don't do it in prison uh, because that'll get you shanked. Uh, and I don't want to test that water. But it's it's something that's just so natural to me now. And I'll have people say, gosh, I can't believe that you would say that. It's so brave. And I'm like... No, it's it's so freeing. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. just it's it's I guess maybe for people it can be like doing a, a cliff dive where mm-hmm. it's like scary but exhilarating when you're done. It's like wow, that was a little scary at the beginning, but man, I'm sure glad and it was it was fun. But now I, I don't have any fear about going up to that mm-hmm. cliff. I'm just like, yeah, let's jump down and get in that water. Right. It's just it, it feels like the right thing to do. Right, and the uh um how do I want to? It doesn't mean that the act that you did was any less horrible. No, you know? no. In fact, I think the event means 
more to you now and the path that you chose uh, compared to what it was before. You know what I mean? Right. Because, because I guess the important thing is, you know, what we do with our mistakes and whether we learn from them or whether we just hide them under the carpet and hope that nobody sees us, you know, making that mistake. Yeah. And, and a message is a mess with oh, some gosh. age. Yes. You know, you just add age to a mess and it becomes a message. Well, let me tell you something. That's kind of an interesting um, thought. Today I was out digging in the backyard and trying to put in a little garden. For those of you who don't know, I mean, we live flat in the middle of the, the desert. But it was kind of funny because I got halfway across the garden of, of digging out the old dry hard soil and for those of you who don't know what it's like living in the desert I mean it's like digging concrete and I hit some roots and I thought why in the world are there roots here well little did I know that buried underneath all that dirt was a sprinkler head that had been covered up all these years and I'm sure that those roots from the trees or whatever they're from were running toward that water you know, mm-hmm. and for yeah, searching for that. And they were tough to get out. In fact, I'm not even done with it yet, but I had to chop at those crazy things. And then never did I realize how strangled I was in my life by the roots that I had allowed to grow around my testimony, you know, keeping mm-hmm. me from sharing it. And yeah. so, and yeah. how strangling I am to God now, because try to get me off of that source. Yeah. Yeah. I'm right. You're, you're gonna, it's going to take axes and dynamite and, and some serious gumption. And, and then maybe you might make a nick yeah. in it. Strangling at God? Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm, I've got a stranglehold on God. Oh, stranglehold on yeah. God. You're yeah. not okay. going to get my gotcha. hands yeah. off of, you yeah. know, off of my God. So, yeah. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, I, I like that. I like the root thing. Yeah. Well, you know, three years, all these stories that have come across the discussion i hope that it's been meaningful to you listener um and and here's what you can do that that would really help me out send me an email at bowtieguy at mess it up podcast.com with your reflections on three years maybe a favorite show maybe uh, a favorite topic maybe something that really moved or, or or changed or impacted your life uh, or you can send me a text or give me a call at 760-608-1942. Because I want to keep doing what you wanted. I mean, mm-hmm. ultimately, I can talk to myself without recording it and putting it online. And this is this is for you, listeners, to grow and to, to take, you know, the mess of someone's life and, and hear the message in it. And to, to turn those hurts into victories. God mm-hmm. doesn't say he'll take everything and make it good. No. He says he'll use it. For good, he'll take the bad stuff and turn it into something good. He's repurposing it. He's recycling it. He's he's taking those old wooden pallets and making it into beautiful wood on the wall. Whatever you want to do for that analogy, that's what God's doing with with my life and with your life. So please, 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 contact me. And let me know how I've made a difference. If I have made a difference, uh, also know that your story is just as important as any of the stories that have been on for the last 158 shows. Yes, it is. And somebody needs to hear it. Absolutely. Many somebodies. Yeah, and it will... I don't know how, and you might not know how, but God knows how your story will change their life or have the capacity to change their life forever uh, because that's the business that God is in. Well, can I just say, uh, my prayer for this show 
is that God will continue to anoint you and um, um, give you further reach um, and that people will bring their stories to you so that we can share them. Yeah. Well, I can tell you this. I, I, I don't know if it's going to be the next two shows, but, but definitely coming up very soon, we're going to have two really powerful stories from uh, some listeners. And uh, I'm super excited to get those recorded. I know that one of them I'm going to record uh, Wednesday, so it'll be next week's show. is going to be a really, really cool story. And then uh, I'm trying to work out a schedule with a guy who has a fantastic story of uh, prison that I can't wait to uh, have him share, uh, which will be very exciting as well. So thank you so much for, for three years. We've had people in various states across the country do uh, testimonies or stories. We've recorded in various states across the country. We had Andrew from Ireland uh, right. phone in and, and do a uh, show with us. So it's just been, it's been a phenomenal year three, and I'm really excited for this fourth year that we're kicking off right now uh, to have some stories. Uh, we'll have some return guests, because uh, I was just thinking of another uh, person who's uh, going to come and talk about uh, a mission trip that they took to Turkey. And uh, it's just, it's going to be a great year. So stick with us. Consider becoming a patron. Go to messituppodcast.com, click on the Become a Patron button as little as a dollar a month, and you can really make a difference for our ministry. And uh, do a rating and a review. Maybe check out my book, uh, which is called Still in Beta, because God's not done testing me. And that's available on Apple Books. It's available on your Kindle, and you can get a paperback version from Amazon as well. So check out Paul Pippin uh, as the author, and uh, Still in Beta is the title of the, the book. Is this where we... Uh unleash all the confetti and the balloons this and all that. This is where the confetti and the, and the party balloons horns and, the, and all that yeah. stuff would come mm -hmm. down. Yeah, that would be cool. really funny. Something else that's really funny is when I told you where you could get my book, one of my devices from that company that sounds like a river in South America started talking yes. saying, I don't understand what you said. I heard that. Uh, so that was pretty funny. Uh, I really enjoy that. But listen, folks, in all sincerity, it has been my joy to do this. Uh, and to have you here, and some of you have been here from the beginning. Yes. Uh, Kim, I'm looking at you right now and saying, I know you've been with us from the beginning, and you are a huge believer and supporter, and I really, really appreciate that. And all of you uh, patrons out there, uh, I love you. Thanks. We're going to have more stuff for you uh, coming up here. Uh, Giselle is helping me revamp my Patreon uh, levels, so there's going to be more stuff coming for you for uh, for your patronage, and those of you who've just been listening, whether it's your first time or your 158th time, or maybe it's your 300th time because you've listened to them all twice. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you, thank you for making this successful and something that I am super proud to have out there. Uh, you've made it uh, a wonderful three years, and I hope that we just uh, have scratched the surface on this. So uh, I guess there's just one thing left, and that's to say we'll see you next time we mess it up. Thanks for checking out the Mess It Up podcast. If you've got any questions or feedback, please email info at messituppodcast.com. Don't forget to share with your friends, and we'll see you next time we mess it up. Mess It Up.